0: Chris Sky on the line. Chris is actually uh in a vehicle of some time and of some kind. He's in the back seat. He's looking good. He's looking tanned. He's got his trademark sunglasses. I gotta ask you this, man. You know, some people who don't like what you're saying are getting completely lost in like the way you look. I'm going, why does it matter? They you know they get intimidated. They say, Well, it's got you know it's the gangster style, it's the muscle shirt, it's the sunglasses. I'm going, who cares? The guy is trying to save the country. You know, Who gives a rat's ass whether he's got sunglasses on all the time? First of all, I wear
1: sunglasses all the time because my eyes are highly sensitive to light. So even when I was like five, six years old, I would wear sunglasses or I'll be squinting at you like I'm angry 24 hours a day. That's also why in in most uh, studios, you see me wearing sunglasses because the lights are really bright in the studio and that's why I wear sunglasses. Not going I'm trying to be cool. I also wear a muscle <laughs> shirt because normally I'm at protests in the summertime where it's like 35 degrees outside. And when I speak for a half hour to an hour and I'm speaking without writing anything down and I'm using my brain, I literally drip sweat. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go dress in a suit and tie so people can like my image or am I going to be real? I'm going to be real. If you want fake, you can talk to the politicians.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know why people get hung up on the shallow aspects of people's appearance and completely lose track of what they're saying. But I got to ask you, of course, Ontario now, as you predicted, uh, has brought in a, what they call a vaccine certificate. So you're going to need this thing to go into gyms. You're going to need it to go to restaurants, just another restrictive thing. They're using the QR uh, code. QR codes.
1: This was their plan from the beginning. When I told everybody oh, almost a year and a half ago, the vaccine passport is what this pandemic is all about. The vaccine passport is the nullification of our God-given rights and freedoms, and now turns them into government-granted privileges predicated on a dangerous inoculation that they have no efficacy data, safety data, etc. And guess what? I got a leaked document from the Toronto Police yesterday. And each one of us has a vaccination status thing uh, attached to our file. And they already have, for each Canadian, four shots allocated. Four. And they already admitted in Israel just yesterday, everyone who took their second shot is no longer considered fully vaccinated because it only lasts for four months. So now they're going to want you to take three shots every year. Every shot you take increases your chance of death and side effects. And, of course, this is all just so you can, like, go to a restaurant, go to the gym, basically live your life. And this is exactly what I warned people about. And I told everybody the only way out of this is United Noncompliance. And everybody said, no, we just got to keep complying. Oh, wow, look what complying got you. And now they have a wonderful new scam called this phony non-merit election where people are now, instead of figuring out ways to fight back against the vaccine passport, they're wasting 99.9% of their time and energy arguing about the mute point of who their favorite politician is or their best way to get rid of Trudeau. Well, this is what's gonna happen, ladies and gentlemen. Trudeau's gonna win, period. As soon as he does, we're gonna get locked down. Why? There's gonna be rising cases, especially in the vaccinated, especially the people that get their third vaccine. But the media is gonna blame it on a new variant. They're gonna call the new variant COVID 22, Delta Plus, super strain, something stupid like that. And then they're going to blame the new variant on us, the unvaccinated. That way, not only can they lock us down, but they can create a massive division in society and get the vaccinated to hate the non-vaccinated and hopefully get the vaccinated to support their vaccine passport idea. Only problem is even the people who wear masks, even the people who take the vaccines and believe in the vaccines are still a hundred percent against this vaccine passport because they understand that freedom of choice is essential. There's a police protest tomorrow. Everybody. The police are protesting. At 40 College Street, they are protesting against the mandatory vaccination. So when I say back the blue, we got to back the blue. We got to show up. We got to support them. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be speaking out on their behalf, even though I was arrested twice in the last five days, okay? So if anybody yeah. has any any uh, grievance that should be with the police, it's me. So I don't want to hear all these petty arguments and their prideful arguments. Oh, they weren't there for us. So now we're not going to be there for them. Ladies and gentlemen, I got arrested over a dozen times in the last year. I'm on six separate bails, with their, all with their own specific conditions, and I'm going to be the first one there to back the police at this event. Uh, there's and other ways we're t- taking action. I want everybody to hear this one, too. There's other ways we're taking action. Yeah. This is a way where you don't even have to get off your frigging couch, because I know Canadians are really lazy, no offense, and they don't like to <laughs> risk things. They don't like to do things but we're all making a very big mistake and we're making it every single day and we make it every single day for the rest of our lives. We don't even think of where we're spending our money for innocuous sounding items like our toothpaste, our soaps, our detergents, etc. Why? When you trace back where you're buying these products from, inevitably it gets to something like Procter & Gamble or Johnson & Johnson, the same people who are now lobbying your politicians for these vaccine passports. And what are you doing? We're literally giving them trillions of dollars because we just keep going to Walmart or our local grocery store and buying these products and giving our money to these companies who then spend billions of dollars a year advertising their pharmaceutical products to us, selling us lackluster products that cause cancer like Johnson & Johnson baby powder, and lobbying our politicians to enslave us using our own money against us. So I set something up, www.justsayswitch.com www.justsayswitch.com it's for canadians and americans it's a buying club for a local family-owned company that has all the products manufactured within canada and the states they don't spend a dollar on advertising the company cannot be sold and bought out by one of these big uh, big name product uh companies. the whole idea here is to vote with your dollar buy smarter You're not spending any more money than you would normally spend. You're just buying from a different store. And the best part is this store delivers to your door. So when they do these vaccine passports, which are going to take us time to fight back and beat, you will still have access to all your essential products and services and will not feel to be pressured to be vaccinated. So it's just say switch.com. Go there, sign up. You'll understand it's the smartest thing you can do without spending any time, effort or extra money and really make an impact there's like 3 million customers now on this and there's going to be more and how are we fighting back against the vaccine passport well like i said well most of the people are arguing about who they're going to vote for which means absolutely nothing and a lot of people are saying they're going to put chris sky on the ballot by the way i just want to get that out there uh everybody's saying they're going to write other and put chris sky on the ballot and i'm advocating this for people who Don't know who they're going to vote for or normally don't vote at all because i don't want people switching their votes because of me and then calling me controlled opposition saying i tried to uh change the outcome of this election and now we have detractors like the ppc party they went crazy when they heard about people saying they're gonna put my name on the ballot they had people like mark friesen make videos saying no people chris sky is trying to trick you it's illegal to take a ballot selfie you're gonna go to jail you're gonna get fined oh yes it's so illegal to take a selfie with your ballot that the punishment is no imprisonment, no fine, and literally the government is quoted as saying they really just don't want you to do it. So the PPC pretends to be the party of non-compliance now, trying to steal my united non-compliance, but they want you they're too afraid to let people take their own ballot selfies and tell people who they voted for. It's all ridiculous. So how are we fighting back against the vaccine passport? We started groups in every province for businesses against the vax pass. Because if a business won't enforce it, then you don't have to worry about getting vaccinated because you can go about your daily lives like normal. And if you think there's not a lot of support for this, besides the fact we have the police protesting against it tomorrow, we have over 100,000 businesses in BC that already signed up. We have almost 100,000 businesses in Quebec that already signed up. Over 80,000 businesses in Ontario that already signed up. And if you do the math, that's almost 30% of all the businesses we have left in Canada, which they're trying to finish off with another round of lockdowns and another round of restrictions. And for any business that is even thinking of endorsing the vaccine passport, think about this. Who kept you guys in business the last 18 months? It was the people who weren't wearing the mask, who didn't take the jab, who refused to stay home. These are the people that put food on your family's table and kept you alive and kept your business afloat. And the people that want the Vax Pass are the same people that took the jab, and they were the same people that were calling for the government to shut your business down so they could feel safe. So now you're going to put in a vaccine passport and you're going to stab the people in the back that kept you going the last 18 months, and you're going to cater to the people that wanted the government to shut you down? Yeah, try that. See how it works
0: out for you. It was interesting that you raised uh, the point of the divisions between the vaxxed and the unvaxxed because we're seeing now the prime minister going from whistle stop to whistle stop, referring to those protesters over there, those unvaxed anti-vaxxers. That's how they're demonizing these people. They're creating this uh, vaccine apartheid in this country where you've got second class citizens over there, he keeps referring to those people versus the good Canadians. So when you talk about the way that these people are dividing, pitting one group against the other, that's exactly what's going on. We're seeing it in the midst of this campaign where you're saying, well, if you're going to support me, you know, the good Canadians are going to support me. The bad ones are going to support some other candidate, maybe O'Toole, because he's trying to lump in uh, Aaron O'Toole in with the so-called anti-vaxxers. But I see evidence all over the place during the election campaign where this prime minister is doing just that so that speaks to what you're talking about this vaccine apartheid this and 7, it's also just a desperate other. it's just a desperate tactic we are not anti-mask
1: we are not anti-vax we are pro-choice i don't care if you wear a mask i don't care if you get vaccinated that's your choice and that's why they're trying to characterize people like me and our events as anti mask, anti vax, because they want to limit the scope of who we can reach. But now they shot themselves in their own foot because they united all of Canada against them. Because even the people that are pro mask, even the people that are pro vaccine, are still pro freedom. We're doing a massive Toronto rally. It's going to be my first rally in Toronto all year, all year. And I want everybody to know that masked, unmasked, vaxxed, unvaxxed are all more than welcome because this is not an anti-vax or anti-mask rally. This is a pro-freedom, pro-Canada rally. And we need all Canadians on deck regardless if you wear a mask, regardless if you took the vaccine, you still have to believe in freedom of choice for your fellow Canadians and for your children. It's that simple.
0: And in Montreal... You put, what, 300,000 people on the street? Like just unbelievable numbers of people. So is it possible that we may see similar types of numbers after this announcement where the premier in- says, well, we got to do it. I mean, I, now people have a lot of skin in the game in op- in opposing this move by the province of Ontario, don't they?
1: It's 100% true. And I can give a perfect example of the last time the government united Canada against them and exactly what happened. When they did the hotel quarantine. It was one thing to tell everybody to wear a mask. A lot of people agreed with it, so it was hard to get rid of it. When they brought out the idea that you're gonna pay $1,000 a night for your own internment in a government facility against your will, they galvanized about 99% of Canadians against them. And all it took was for me to make a little video walking through the airport without a mask, telling Canadians what to say to assert their rights to avoid the quarantine, avoid the testing, and how to fight the fine successfully, And tens of thousands of Canadians followed my lead. When I did it by myself, it worked, but it didn't change anything. When tens of thousands of Canadians followed my lead in United Noncompliance, we overwhelmed the system. They could give out thousands and thousands of fines that are never going to see court. So what did they have to do? They had to get rid of the hotel quarantine. And that's exactly what they're going to have to do with the vaccine passport when nobody complies. They're already threatening that they're going to give people $750 fines or or uh, corporations $1,000 fines. Yeah, first of all, they're already backed up years in court, years. Those fines expire after two years. So after a few hundred people get them, none of them are going to court, let alone when a few hundred thousand people get them. And then when they do go to court, every single one of them is going to get thrown out. You know how long I've been waiting for court cases? As soon as I get a trial date in my quarantine case, I have a subpoena ready for Eileen Davila, and it's going to blow everything wide open. And that's why they've been holding off on giving me a trial. They won't drop my case because it makes them look weak, and they want to keep his conditions on me as long as possible. So they just keep refusing to set a trial date and just keep postponing and postponing. It's been almost a year I've been trying to get a trial date because they know the very second they give me a trial date, a process server will serve her with a subpoena and she's gonna have to come in and they're gonna have to prove stuff that they're not gonna be able to prove and it's gonna blow up in the whole COVID scam. Pat King tried something similar in Alberta and the only reason it failed is because he waited until after his trial was already underway to try to subpoena Dina Hinshaw. And because you have to do it at the pre-trial stage, she was allowed not to come in. In my case, they don't get to use that little loophole. And that's why they're preventing me from getting my day in court, just like they're preventing a lot of other things from happening.
0: All right, do you have a date for this Toronto protest yet? September 25th, Dundas Square, 12 p.m.
1: Everybody's gotta be there. I don't care if you took four vaccines. I don't care if you wear six masks. I don't care. You come and you support your fellow Canadians and you get rid of this vaccine
0: passport. All right, Chris Scott.
1: And everybody wants me to run for prime minister. I'm hearing this because of that (laughs) poll on Twitter where I got 65% of the vote against Jagmeet, Justin Trudeau, and Bernier. Well, I told everybody this. There's three phases of United noncompliance. Phase one was the global awakening. We did that. Everybody realized this is about control, not safety. Phase two is taking action And taking action ends when we get our rights and freedoms back. And that happens when we reject these vaccine passports. Phase three is holding these people accountable. And that's what will require a political solution. So I made a pledge to the people of Canada that if they stand with me in united non-compliance as we must, regardless of this election, regardless of everything else, and we get rid of the vaccine passport, the day we get our freedoms back and the vaccine passport is relinquished, is the day I'll announce my candidacy for Prime Minister and I will put the Free Canada initiative into full swing. Chris Guy
0: coming to us from somewhere in the GTA heading for the gym.